Hello, welcome to Video Namaste, it's Richie here. This isn't the episode, this is just a little pre-episode warning. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Video Namaste is actually a YouTube show. Um, it's uh, me, Danny and Finley uh, get together in Danny's kitchen and we talk about films. It's recorded a bit like a podcast, but it's also on video. But I've also become aware that some people aren't keen on sitting and watching a YouTube show for... 45 minutes to an hour. So what I've done is I've exported the audio for each episode and uploaded each episode individually as a podcast. Um, I haven't done anything more than exporting the audio and recording this intro. Um, so there might be the odd little clip or bit of audio that seems to reference something visual that you can't see. I wouldn't worry about it. Or you could jump onto the, the YouTube link and check it out. But generally, uh, the chat works on its own. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking now. I'm going to play the episode. You can find us on Twitter at Video Namaste. And also, if you want to watch the episodes, you know, they're much better. They've got proper film clips and everything. You can either search YouTube for Pleasureland, which is the name of the channel they're on, or just Video Namaste, and all those episodes should come up. I don't think there's much else called that on the internet. Um, okay, right, I'll leave you to it. Bye. And welcome to Video Namaste. Welcome! Hiya. Didn't he talk to him, boys? Yeah. A brand new show about films. I'm sorry. A disclaimer before we start, we've got to be eating a lot, so if you're into folk eating, then this is a podcast for you. If you're into films, this is not the podcast for you. Get <laughs> fucked. We've got a GoPro attached to Danny's tongue. Get ready for that. Uh, the worst prodigy video you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> That and 127 hours. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are, for those of you that don't know us, uh, my name's Richie and this is... I'm Finley. Hiya, how's it going? this is... I'm, I'm Danny, hiya. And uh, yeah, we're going to try and talk to you as, as best as we can about films. Correct. We quite like films, we like talking about them. Yeah, we decided to get together in, in this incredible recreation of Danny's Kitchen. And um, lovely acoustics. Terrible workmanship, though. This is where Bonnie Ver recorded his first funeral. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like we decided to get together for the first episode and talk about sequels. Yes. So um, for those of you that don't know Video Namaste, which is probably all of you because this is episode one, that we're going to take a theme and we're going to do three episodes based around the theme. Every episode is a one film, and then we take some of your questions, comments. And we ignore them. Um, so, we're going to talk about sequels. What do you think about sequels? With generally. Right. Can I just do this? <laughs> and thanks to the magic of post production, if that's not a guitar solo that gets played out of that, <laughs> then it's tune in over again because we're literally letting you do every, every step of the way. Are you going to do this? Cause they know it's me that's editing it, so... Yep, I'm just piling the pressure on Richie. I'm expecting, like, a wee Marlon Brando, or can there be, can there be, can there be gif a John Travolta, but he's like, no, I want that. Just plodding along the screen at any time, like a wee toasty guy from Mortal Kombat. Here. We're not here to talk about games. No! Games are shit. Films are the future. I've seen it. Anyway, sequels. 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 What's your favourite sequel? Aeotime. Aeotime. 
Terminator 2. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about this. We're done. I've been putting the spot. There's no fucking one. Danny says Terminator 2 as well, we can't He's going to prove you wrong. No, it's Terminator 2. I know. It's Terminator 2. Alright. It's Terminator 2. Mine's also Terminator 2. You've got the Terminator 2 special. First episode. I'm massively on board with sequels. Aye. I love them. They're like they're merely like they're mere a genre film thing. Like you don't really get to see the sequel to like La Jetée mm-hmm. or Sunset Boulevard, but you'll get like five Scanners films, <laughs> which is a fucking big thumbs up for me. I love them. I, like they're always a good talking point. They're, what it's about always good. What about what? Scanner Three. Scanner Three. That's that's the one that's kind of like X Men. It's a serious. I kind of like. Tell my mum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're always a good sort of talking point. It's always good to have a good debate about like people's preferences when it comes to sequels. Mm-hmm. And you can always gauge a lot of stuff about people. Uh, like yeah, to see if folks say they like Terminator Three or Terminator Four. That's when you can you just you make them eat their dinner in the hall. <laughs> you don't let them. I was going to say that's when you move in with them. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that's going to happen is that, I mean, like, I know films, I enjoy films, I've seen a lot of films, and I can even name the names of some people that have been in films and made films, but I can't keep up with you two. <laughs> the Green Men. Quite, <laughs> quite a lot of the time. That's something, like, back, back, back to the sequels thing, that's something I love about sequels as well, like, you're going into a film that you've already kind of gone through the first act oh. and um, you're already familiar with everybody and stuff like that, but what I like most about sequels is the imagination that it takes to make this thing its own, because mm-hmm. um, any bad film, sequel aside, any bad film is something that doesn't need, it's there's clearly the imagination behind it, there's no thought about, like, you, you know, if you're sitting watching a film, for instance, and you're like, like everything's all set up for them to do amazing things, like, uh, why don't they? Uh, you know, like, I'm going to talk about Man of Steel at least once about every five minutes, probably, <laughs> but, like, that's it, it's like, you've got a man who can fucking fly, how can you know, just have fun with it? The thing is, Tay, he's no made out of steel. <laughs> they, they even address that in the film. No, steel? <laughs> the Shaquille O'Neal film. He <laughs> <laughs> was made out of steel. What have we got to talk about first? The Critters 2. Alright, Dad. Right. Critters 2 is my choice. It is Danny's choice. Danny's a Danny's huge Critters fan. Aye. Critters for me is. Alright, uh, Danny, talk about Critters 2. Critters <laughs> <laughs> for me. I was just going to say. I was going to say. Aye, Bob, wait, play then. From the people who brought you Critters 2, it's that film. It's Critters 2. A Langolier has shagged a tribble, so now fluffy balls with teeth are causing trouble, and it's up to a cast of whoever to take care of business again. Looks fun, actually. Critters 2 is a film I found entirely myself, much like you were saying earlier, it's in the video shop. And I seen both Critters films and I was like, there's no two ways about it, I'm watching this, these films. So like, what okay. Critters 1 does is kind of set up, um, bounty hunters come to Earth and they hunt these wee crates 
and they eat everything. And the Christ eat everything the bounty hunters are. No, 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 the bounty hunters don't. So they didn't they didn't eat bounties. I know they land at like mate, where <laughs> Where's your bounties? Is <laughs> there a co-op about here? <laughs> did they a bounty jewel? That's two in the one packet. <laughs> uh, I've got one of the club kids. That's Tesco. Oh, right, right. I'll never get that five and a half voucher. <laughs> Shaking and turning into a big bounty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've won this for years. <laughs> After the uh, bounty hunters land, they find the critters, and it's just like in this. Um, it's set on a farm, pretty much. So this farmhouse gets invaded by the crates and then the bounty hunters get involved so it's pretty low scale but what Critters 2 does is take that same platform and it's uh, it's kind of spirit it's fun energy uh, kind of plays more with that and it doesn't upscale it immediately to like a big city mm-hmm. and uh, apparently they had the money to do that but like it was it was a you know a creative choice to, to not to, to like, was, keep it quite muted you know but so, they did, well I was when I was watching Critters 2 I was thinking like did they know they were going to do a whole bunch of them? No, New Line Cinema put a lot of money into the second one as a bit of a gamble. Like they even put another one of their uh, temples in there, like Freddy Krueger. There's a cardboard cover of Freddy Krueger yeah, in there aye. and stuff like that. So like, he's in the two. He's in the yeah, one. Yeah, aye, aye. But like, Wait, um, where is he in one? I can't imagine. Is he not? Is he? Is he not? Oh, right. I'm sure he's on some of these war. Maybe he's like a poster. Is he? Possibly. Certainly, I don't think so. Aye, but um. I New Line basically did put a lot of money into it, but it was still a bit of a gamble because although Critters 1 was a success, it was more a home video success. Yeah. And at that point, that was still relatively new, so you know they were just kind of playing the field. But Critters 2 was the last Critters film to be released in the cinema. It was the oh, was it? To get theatrical it was screen for DTV? Aye, aye, aye. I, expect that. I know, amazing, considering Wee Leo's appearance in Shree. No. Mm. But, um, they didn't. They didn't know it was going to be a franchise or anything like that. I think they were kind of hoping that it was the case. But Critters Two is kind of rounded nicely. It doesn't really end like Critters One, where there's you know here's the sequel yeah, yeah, yeah. set up. But um, yeah, that's another reason I really like Critters Two as well because the the sequel's inevitable. And you think, oh Christ, like I always get, I always wince a wee bit when there's that obtuse uh, sequel layup um, set up. You know, and you're like. Oh, but some like with a film like Critters, it works, and you're actually wanting more, and and they do it, and they just uh, they play a lot with the the energy of the first film. They kind of build on that, mm-hmm. and they don't um, they don't change the scale too grand because it, it doesn't even really work on that scale. Like Critters three proved that Aye. because it's too erratic, and then it just it does turn into Gremlins, Aye. you know. Aye. But like so, Gremlins. So, so what, uh, I mean, what I mean, that's a bit of a sore point. Aye, totally. The Gremlins thing, not a bit of a sore point for the. No, no, not at all. Because like it was a, it was I remember, obvious. I, I read reaction, a like, thing where he was basically saying, I read when I say I read, I think I was on Wikipedia, and he's and uh, was it the director or the writer or, or maybe it's the same guy? Is it the same guy? Uh, the, the, the first one? Direct or, and write the first one. Uh, no, Mike, it's Stephen Herrick directed Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Sorry. But did Mick Garris write the first one? No. Uh, he, just wrote the second one. Did he? But uh, well, co-wrote the second <coughs> one. Aye, aye. He co-wrote the second. The guy, I think it's David Twohey, the other guy that wrote it, is a guy that wrote all the fucking... He wrote Waterworld! I know that. How do you write Waterworld? He wrote all the Chronicles. That's it. That's it. 
So he likes writing about water and he likes writing about dark. Aye. <laughs> just yeah. empty pages. And yeah, the, 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 yeah, there was some sort of, because it came out around about the same time as Gremlins. What, Critters? No, it came out after, that was the thing. It's uh, like, it was a shameless cash-in. Like, like Bob Shea, the, the CEO in New York Cinema, he's like, it's like, Gremlins worked, check this out, it's a bit darker. Right, like, right. And it was even, there was even a, um, a little marketing campaign and it was like something basically as obvious as just like, you know, this thing will shag a gremlin. Alright, <laughs> 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 like, oh, I better watch that. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they kind of play about a bit with the fact that they know it's a gremlin film and like, um, Mick Garris has talked, every time he talks about it, like there's a trailer for Hell episodes where he's talking about Crash 2 and he's like, Here's a sequel to a, a Gremlins ripoff. I've seen Kenny. I've seen Critters Two as kind of a gateway between Gremlins One and Two, because mm-hmm. yeah. like aye, aye. it keeps that kind of small town setting as Gremlins One, but it gives you a bit more the variations of the critters like that you'd end up getting in Gremlins Two, mm-hmm. like aye. where obviously you're you're like scalded critter and your baldy critter. And like the critter ball, totally. It's like, imagine, like you've got a setup for um, like here's your creatures. Like how do we build on that? But all, like never, never at any point seems like there. It, it's a try hard effort. It's just, it's just, it's there for a reason. It's, you know. It's, ah, it's, so Critters Two is basically it's one of the sequels. It's the sort of sequel that just picks up. Hmm. It kind of picks up, not not immediately where the last one left off, because obviously the, ah, yeah, the problem when you're working with. Uh, when your main character's a kid in the first mm-hmm. one, he's just he's going to get older. <laughs> is it is it the same kid for the second one? It is uh, yeah, I, I, I've not seen the fourth one. Ah, uh, the the ginger boy for ER. I was going to say it's your <laughs> it's your boy for Band of Brothers as I, well. I totally your main me guy, private private Jetson, <laughs> private Geraldo Rivera, <laughs> private apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps tripping up out his own soaks that are too long for him. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Falls on a bayonet. Uh, oh! Well, you've still got um, like Johnny Steele, the, the rock star for the uh, original yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the cast in this film is fucking great. And Lynn Shea's back as well. Like, that's, you know, she's in uh, Kingpin. Uh, like, she's the last that he's a, like, a, a, like, Thing to Woody Harrelson and that she's in a whole bunch of is stuff. Is that the woman that's in the uh, something about Mary? Yeah, Magda, I, where yeah. Bit floppy pan <laughs> tits. Oh, Christ, mm. uh-huh. and that's Bob Shea's sister. Like, <laughs> that's why she's in all the New Line films. Bob Shea's an animal. Uh, He's a bad man. <laughs> uh, but like she, I really like her. Right? She's great. But aye. Aye, so yeah, she, you've got her. You've got the uh, like the. They try and make the creepy guy, the creepy doctor for Forrest Gump, that pumps Sally Field. They oh, try and make him like an affable da, but the whole time you're just like, get away for that, way. <laughs> he's a he's a villain in the uh, in, in Angel as well. Yeah, because yeah. um, mm-hmm. that 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 was he was that, another again one another one of those faces you sit for ages going, who is that? <laughs> who is that? Who's the the guy faker or two with the glasses? Can kind of guy that works in the McDonald's basically? Oh, he's in Greece. <laughs> In Greece too. No, he's a he's a voice of somebody as well. Oh yeah, he's like, done. I think um, it, it reminds me like a voice maybe for like Dexter's Lab or something. I, I think he done a bunch of Nickelodeon stuff, but mm. um, I think he's in SpongeBob. I think he's part of that. If we oh, start firing in trivia that just isn't real, <laughs> 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 then get it, <laughs> <laughs> No, that's part of 
Batman. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> um, Miguel Ferrer, he was in it. <laughs> um, it is a proper like when when the characters from the first film show up, like when the bounty hunters show up, mm-hmm. you're like. Yeah. And the Jakey <laughs> guy was for the first one as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I got confused because there was no. So the fella from the first one who was the drunk, who's now a bounty hunter in number Charlie. two. Charlie. There's. You last see him in the first one. coin. Piggy bank. And it would pop a wee bounty. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they tain him on the ship. <laughs> bounty man. <laughs> Produce a bounty. <laughs> and you've got. Uh, Roxanne Kernahan as well in there. Kill Kreutz. She's in Not of This Earth. Totally, man. That was a really. Ding, 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 that ding, gag, ding. like with the Playboy magazine and the bounty mm-hmm. hunter. Well, that's. I get inflatable tits. Ah, uh, it's so funny. <laughs> and then the, the, the staple. Yeah. Oh, I, the that was a total. That was an absolute. There's, there's going to be a lot of sexual awakening, Chad. Like, <laughs> right that film. That, I think that Danny was. Danny Glover on Predator 2. <laughs> She plays Lee, the other bounty hunter. Uh-huh. And uh, she was like, she's a play, did she was actually a playboy? I love that the bounty hunters are called Og and Lee. Gross! Uh, <laughs> 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 I didn't. Is it just some kind it's of just some like a two-pound coin down your throat? <laughs> ugly. And they're shape-shifting as well, you should, you should see <laughs> Aye, so, first time I've seen that, I'm pretty certain, I'm between, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty certain that's my first pair of Hollywood chuddies that I've seen. Aye. Mine's uh, Island, Mine's Highlander. Well, is it? Yeah. I think mine's... Depends, really. Mine's was... Oh, was it? My stepmother is an alien. That was the first, I think that was the first sex scene I've seen. That? I remember getting a cushion in front of my face. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I think the, the first pair of Hollywood shows I've seen was Terminator 1 during the sex scene. But mm. by the time it always got to the, the hand holding climax, my mom's hands were in my eyes <laughs> or something. So See, I never really got to the other end of the room. Never got to <laughs> <never got> <laughs> that as well. It's like Terminator. The amount of people that have been brutally murdered. It's like... <laughs> A side-on silhouette of some tits, and she's like, "Fuck." I know, but they're they're gone for it, and the music's a bit like, "Oh, why? <laughs> that's that's really happening." That. Uh, but then, uh, the what the, are they doing, Mum? <laughs> why uh, are they fighting? They're doing their taxis. <laughs> and the buff. <laughs> the tax man demands it. Showing you what my secrets to hide, <laughs> my hidden receipts. Um, <laughs> uh, and apart from that, it was also the censored version of Appetite for Destruction. Oh, the Robo Rape front cover. Uh, uh, that was like we had that. We had that in our house. That was that was like. I remember that being. Yeah. Uh, I got the the censored it and put the crucifix with all the heads on it. Mm. Which is probably more offensive. <laughs> Every ch- tattoo in the world. So I just got Roxanne Kernahan as well, and um, I uh, Johnny Steele, who I found it uh, actually sung Power of the Night as well. No. That was him. That's the actual actually does. That happens quite a lot in films where they just get the musicians. Although he is like playing a main character, so that, yeah, that's like your boy in Lost Boys. That is actually the uh. <laughs> sax man. Uh, the oiled up sax man. Sam the Sex! Sex Man's uh, back in the sequel, he's in the second one. 
Right. Jesus. <laughs> and I think they make a point. Speaking of sequels, Lost Boys 2. Mm. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's bad. That's a, that's a bad day, like, that's a stinker. That's, it's, it's... I'm going nowhere near it. It's fucking sting. Third one, amazing. Was the it's the third Blade film we actually want it. Was the, was the second cosplay <laughs> film with, with the uh, Cry Little Sister guys coming back and doing their modern version of it? Yes. No. Yes. Have you heard it? No. <laughs> right, Ken, Ken who there's the... There's the there's a kind of industrial-ish version, yeah. there's a dance version as well, and the Didn't dance version used to play at Club Earth. Oh. Did it? Aye! <laughs> oh, that's right, because it's aye, aye. So, Crushed. Crushed 2. Aye, alright, okay, so Crushed 2 was, uh, it's got an interesting history as well. Like all of their films have to be interesting, Mick Garris, who co-wrote and directed it, started off in Amazing Stories, Spielberg's Amazing Stories. I was going to say, he's, he's a big pal of Spielberg and Stephen yeah. King as well. He's like totally, a big yeah. one of your pals. So like he's, uh, he got into f- he got into directing because of Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg basically critters to a rip off mm. of one of Gremlins. Yeah. As uh, as happened, be, well, critters happened pretty much as well because it's because of Spielberg. You know, like he started the actual franchise, I suppose. He used to uh, polish off all the scripts for Amazing Stories, and then he'd have like people obviously like um, Spielberg and all these great directors fucking directing the his scripts. I'm just resisting. Googling anything, and if it's wrong, it's wrong. Just Google it, man. Just, nah, fuck it. I'm drawing. Wrong. <laughs> I'm drawing pictures of Al Pacino down here. <laughs> 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 Can't be trusted. Those video namaste boys cannot be trusted. <laughs> That's the reputation already. <laughs> so, <laughs> so even though, why would you watch this? Why would you watch it? Go outside, kiss a dog. <laughs> Smell a floor, get your own perfume. Don't even watch it. You've got your life in front of you, son. Someone worried about you. Your mom's beside her still. You've been sniffing that fucking path for the whole... You're not listening to us. You're not taking it, you're taking it too little. You're putting paprika on everything. (laughs) (laughs) Paprika on a pear, who does that? So, you ever eat a flambéed pear? Mm. Oh, what? a flambéed pear. What's Basically a pear that's like a blowtorch to it. Oh, right. That sugar on it. What, is it like a, sh- uh, a skinned pear? Ah, it's, ah, it's a skinned pear. Ah, it's, it's, like not, a oh, it's not just a pear slammed on a table fucking... <laughs> blowtorch. <laughs> That'd be fucking... <laughs> just done it down the site. <laughs> the gaffers want a flambéed pear. What was Sebastian? Is this right? Fuck the final. He's a man of odd taste. <laughs> I only have my purse flambéed by a fighter jet. <laughs> you better have the pear light zone on the video namaste. What's behind the door? Oh, it's pears! Last time we all podcasted together, you fucking brought up pears. And dogs. <laughs> I dog eating a pear. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And I like hang on. The thing is, they are like apples better. I should be I should be talking about apples. Yeah, They're better than pears. <laughs> <laughs> You're better beside themselves. Huh? 
I'm not a pair number three here. <laughs> <laughs> Pears are definitely the soft mints of fruit. <laughs> or the soft fruits of fruit if you really want to be Tarnicky. Uh, <coughs> Aye, so Mick Garris had worked for Spielberg, he had done amazing stories. Mm. This was his first theatrical release uh, and his first studio film. So like you can tell he's a guy who's like, this is for anybody's first film, he's, he's working with a lot of like he's got a lot of practical effects, kids, animals, mm-hmm. and uh, and all that. And bounty hunters. Bounty hunters, <laughs> bounties, two pound coins. You've got a pretty big scale for a wee film for a first-time director, and he fucking nails it as well, and you can see that he's been really, really inventive, and he's finding his own feet, so like, what he's doing is pretty much trying everything, but it works, because for a film like Critters, like, it would be, it'd be easy to just sell it as, like, point the camera and go, like, mm-hmm. everything, like, you know, sells itself, what the costumes, the creatures, everything like that, because that's what it's mainly about, but... Aye, Mike Garris has got like a really like a naturally keen eye for like direction as well, so it looks great for what it is. It, it shouldn't it be so for that reason. It's mm. another reason I really like it, and um, like now as well. Another reason I like it now is after watching the Pash, I'll watch this because it's an Easter film. You know? Did Pash. you actually watch the Pash? The Pash. Oh, every Easter. Gary calls the Passion of the Christ. Uh, just we know for the, the smell Gibson film, aka the screaming of Christ. The, f- the Führer himself, mad as a dog full of pears. I'm really sorry, I'm probably the worst thing on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably the worst thing about this. It's like he's gonna kick me. I had a good time with Critters too. Uh, I enjoyed it. How did you feel about it watching it first time round? Well, I watched Critters 1 and Critters 2 back to back, and um, it was better. It was the better of the two, definitely. Yeah. It was just, it was that thing where like Critters 1 obviously, Critters 1 has that feel of like, someone's taking a chance, they throw a wee bit of money at it, it uses what it's got really well and it sort of draws it into like the one house mm-hmm. setting, it's all set in the farm. And then Critters 2 spreads out to the town, but it uses what it's already established a lot, or oh, it draws on what it's got from the first film. And it's funny. Yeah, no. and it's so well, and it's like it's like just not getting because like, Critters One for the first half is fucking great, mm-hmm. but then as soon as it turns into that home invasion film, it's just like it's D Wallace screaming like fuck, aye, and aye. like all the fun just goes. Aye, it can get a, I guess a bit dry. Aye, but like, it's still great. Like, mm-hmm. I still oh, no, love aye. it. Absolutely. Like, um, aye, the mood changes. There's the the bit. I'll try not to talk about the first one too much, but my favourite bit in the first one is the Critters subtitles. Aye. And the two of them are on the porch, and one of the critters turns to the other and it makes a noise, but the subtitles say, That's like the. That's like my favourite bit in Critters 2 is when the critter gets his hair blown off. Uh, see, his scream. <laughs> his scream <laughs> is fucking hilarious. <laughs> And then he looks in the mirror and looks at it and just goes, Meh, and it says bitching. <laughs> it's like, ah, it's fucking great, man. Yeah, that, that's good. The, yeah, ah, that's the subtitles are so good. But yeah. it's like... Cheeseburgers. You, ah, cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> right, the great thing about Critters too, like, you tell someone a film that that's funny, and your expectation is like a sort of, I, you know, it's tongue-in-cheek, but it's ironic funny, but it's not. It's like, it's, it's comedy. Mm-hmm. It's pure comedy horror in a way yeah. that's like... 
And at times they even use proper gags, and we'll get back to this later. Obviously, talking about Gremlins too, but it, like, and before the before Gremlins two came out, they use cartoon noises as well at times. Yeah, like you know, a guy's a, a critter's eyes pop at his head and they go brody. Critters to the one when the ball's rolling about and it knocks or somebody gets knocked in and it. Aye, aye, and it rolls over him and it, he's a skeleton he's, at the end of it. I was thinking of the bowling pin noises, but I think I'm getting mixed up with someone else, I'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that does, that does. No, you're thinking of the Pash. That's <laughs> when he's at the third station. Jesus is rolling down the hill. <laughs> they, get him to the, they get him to the top of the hill and they're like, they're about to crucify him and you just bowl him back down. Take <laughs> <laughs> your bed, we're only joking. <laughs> they put him in a tyre. <laughs> oh, 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 he's going, he's away into the river. It's alright, you, you can get you up and just walk it. away. <laughs> you ever have your Amy Jesus moment where you spill like red cola on the flare and just walk on top of it? Gotta be off his sticky. Would I? Oh, can you imagine that seat in your socks? <laughs> uh, no, I, I really like Critters 2. Critters 2. Feels like the perfect example of the, a refinement for the first film because mm-hmm. it's kind of the same setting. It's got, but it's it hits beats differently, but it's still got the same kind of flow as the first film in terms of like when the critters come and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it feels like a refinement in a good way because it's got better humour, better like effects and puppets and stuff yeah, like that. The puppet works and uh, it's great. It's, yeah, like yeah, see yeah. all the rolling balls and stuff like that. Although I did notice when the big critter ball was getting rolled about, there was two times I seen a guy's jean leg from behind it. Uh, <laughs> uh, a guy's jean leg from about the guy obviously know, rolling it. That. Oh no, I did like I uh, first time it's rolling down the street and then when it does when it turns, when it takes a right turn, Aye. when that's like Aye. looking at the shop it takes a right turn, you see a guy's jean leg and you're like Your man, oh, that's great. One of the, the like runners that. was called Jean Leg. Jean <laughs> You can leg. see a Jean Leg. <laughs> Gene, you need to stop wearing jeans, son. It's actually the way that's in Gladiator as well. It's like <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guy, the guy in Braveheart, just rubbing chicken grease on his jeans. They'll never see me. They'll never see me. It's Braveheart the man with the. It's Braveheart the man with the white van in the background. It's fucking. You can see chemtrails as well. So that's what set me laugh. Not the chemtrails for you to be back. God, they're controlling our minds wherever. Gene, Dana. Is that Gene up in that bucking play again? <laughs> Ken, Consp- <laughs> Ken Conspiracy Theory is actually a documentary. <laughs> so, uh, Critters 2, that's a, um, a, a, a thumb. A thumb? A thumb. That's a thumb. That's a thumb. That's, that's a thumb. thumb. Um, I've had five hands, I would get four thumbs. <laughs> Use your fingers. <laughs> I need fingers. Four fingers. I get a full horn. <laughs> a full horn and a pinky. <laughs> Have you seen that thing where you can trick folk into thinking that you've got eleven fingers? Oh, what's this? No. This is good. I used to do it to I used to do it to like my mom's pals and that one. So like you should move your hand fast or something. <laughs> <laughs> John Cena. I've not got a face and I've just got one big hand. Nah, you go, I've got eleven fingers. And empty's like how the fuck have you got all the fingers? <laughs> 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, plus 5. <laughs> 11 fingers. Well, I, no, I remember this trick. I don't remember anyone going, how the 
Fuck you, you've got You're saying you've got 11 finals, but I can only see 10. Call, call the papers. <laughs> Maybe all the rulers are wrong. Call the courier. <laughs> Is that American measurements, son? Because I see 10 fingers. <laughs> <laughs> we do hope you have enjoyed part one. It's not over. It's over for now, but it's not over. It'll be, it'll go on next week uh, when part two of episode one will come out. So if you want to find us on Twitter and the horrible abuse that is, uh, we are um, at Video Namaste, and I'm going to put our names on screen. Right. Ah, there. Or up here. Bye. Bye, Bye. guys.